All right, Steph, I got a question for you. What's your favorite book of all time? Uh, obviously, you met her where? Oh, I thought you were going to say the Bible. Oh, oops. <laughs> oh. So what's your second favorite book of all time? You met her where? <laughs> <laughs> a distant second. Totally distant. It's a pretty good book. Sorry, God. It's still a pretty, pretty good was. book. But we're so excited. Where can people get our book, honey? Okay, I know this. Uh, Amazon.com. Yes. Barnes & Noble. Yes, and? And our website, KevinAndSteph.com. And, and what happens if they buy it off our website? <gasps> what, what do they get? Uh, an autograph from us. Yes. Who wouldn't want that? Exactly. So, listeners, if you've already read the book, thank you so much. We've had such good feedback. One thing that helps us, if you can give us a review on Amazon.com, we would greatly appreciate it. Thank you so much, and thank you for listening. Hello, friends. Welcome to the 50th episode of Tell Us a Good Story. Today, we celebrate our one-year anniversary from when we started this podcast. We're going to give you a behind-the-scenes view of how we make this work. Hope you enjoyed this episode of Tell Us a Good Story. Can you tell the joke that you made up, please? What does a robot cow say? I don't know. What does a robot cow say? Meow, 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 meow. <laughs> That's adorable, <laughs> Elle. All right, Emmy. Can you please tell the joke that you told your first grade class two years ago at your talent show? What time would it be if a dinosaur came to school? I don't know. What time would it be? If time was- to run! <laughs> Good job. All right, Steph. Congratulations. We did it. One year of our podcast. Tell us a good story. That is a big deal. That's crazy. You know why? Tell me. The average podcast lasts seven episodes. And I know why. Because this is not easy. Not easy there's a commitment both financially and from a time perspective as well. And of course we have learned anyone can start a podcast, but the hard part is doing a podcast that people actually want to listen to. That is the hard part, right? Absolutely. Easy part. It's easy to start one because there's such a low barrier to entry as business people would say. Mm -hmm. But the hard part is there are so many podcasts out there. How do you get people to listen to you, right? So how many podcasts do you think are out there right now? Ugh. How many podcasts are on Apple? On Apple? Yes. How many podcasts do you think are out there? 50,000. Uh, close. Oh. 1.5 million. <laughs> so off. So close. So here's some stats for you, okay? 55% of the U.S. population has listened to a podcast 24% of the population, which is about 68 million people, listen every single week to a podcast. That's not that many when you think about it. 68 million people out of, what, 330 million, I guess? Yeah. It's not like radio. Uh-uh. Right? So it's still... It's still new. It's still developing. Yeah. It is still developing. But 80% of people tend to listen to all 
or a majority of an episode. Okay. So compared to radio, it is much higher how people gravitate toward a podcast and listen to like the full episode. And they are very uh, loyal when it comes to following podcasts. The other thing is 19% of people increase the speed to listen faster. Now, you found that out this week, how I that did. worked. Can you was, please share that story, honey? Oh, I was freaking out. So I was listening to Rodney Smith Jr., who was the gentleman who helps veterans, disabled people, single parents with yes. lawn mowing. If you haven't heard that episode, he is a phenomenal man. Episode 48. Heart of gold. And I was listening to it, and all of a sudden... My voice started going really fast. I'm like, oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. And Kevin had already posted it on the podcast app and Spotify. Our and website. Our we- like, and I was like, oh, this isn't good. This isn't good. This isn't good. And then I was like, I did. maybe I didn't hear it. Maybe I didn't hear it. Well, then Kevin starts talking, and it's like kind of quick. Like you're fast-forwarding it. I'm like, oh, this isn't good. I'm like, okay, I got to tell him. I got to tell him. I don't want to tell him, but I need to tell him. So I go upstairs and I was like, okay, I got to tell you something. And he's like, what? I'm like, ooh. Well, I was listening to the podcast and I was listening to us and it was kind of going a little faster. Something's wrong. Something's wrong. We're talking really fast. And I'm so sorry. I didn't pick this up before, but, and I know you've posted it, but I just, I thought I needed to tell you. And he was so calm. You were so calm. And you grabbed my phone and you showed me there's a little button on it that speeds it up by like one and a half one and a half times and two and a half times i'm like oh watch this somehow you press that button i press it tate press somebody press upstairs like so nervous like there's something wrong with our podcast we are talking freaking out really fast now it's so i showed you the speed button that's on the Apple Podcast. Oh app. my gosh, I was so relieved because I knew that was going to set you off because you'd already posted it everywhere. I'm like, how did he not pick up on this? But yeah, thank God. Yes, somebody, me, myself, yes. Tate. So after after one year, stuff. What do you think is the best part of doing a podcast? Honestly, the guests we have met. Right. They have been so phenomenal, so phenomenal, and they're they're saying yes to us and. They're telling their stories in a way that I don't think many of them have told it in a certain way. And I know they haven't because we've gotten family members that have reached right. out to us. That's true. That their fathers have been on our show. Joe Dittmar, our 9-11 survivor. Dan or Capron. Dan Capron. His daughter reached out to us. And it's so humbling to hear family members say, you know, I've heard my dad's story before, but never in this way. Or I've learned new things. And it's just such a great feeling to have even family members enjoy right. the stories. Even stories that they've heard before. They've learned something or they've heard it in a completely fresh new way, which uh-huh. has been really encouraging it's for us. It's been great. For me, I think it's been something incredibly fun to do with you. And it's hilarious to me, Steph. And I've told this, I don't know how many times. This may be one of the very few things, if not the only thing, you and I could work together on. Could not agree more. Could not agree more. Yes. So I remember, I'm going to tell this story. I may edit the story out later, <laughs> but I remember you and I doing some type of house project, right? And we were trying to work together, whether it was painting a room or some type of DIY project in our old house. And I remember after a couple hours, we were butting heads mm-hmm. to say the least. And I remember you saying, Steph, 
don't treat me like one of your employees. Stop treating me, Kevin, like one of your employees. And I immediately, you got my unfiltered thought. And I remember saying, Steph, I am not treating you like an employee. If I was treating you like an employee, I would have fired you like two hours ago, right? And then later on in conversation, I said something and you'd be like, you don't tell me what to do. I tell you what to do. (laughs) (laughs) So... I still make fun of you this day, and I will say that right now. You will. You will. You don't yep. tell me what to do. I tell you what to do. You know, honestly, I never knew why you said that, but that's why. I yes. said, I never knew why you would always say that, because you always thought it was so funny. I'm like, I don't yes. get it. That's I thought it was hilarious that you said that to me. Mm-hmm. So this is maybe the only thing you and I could work together on. Absolutely. Which is, it's been so much fun mm-hmm. doing this with you. What is the worst part, stuff? about doing a podcast in your opinion so i need to clarify my answer on this because i know i've said this before i really don't do anything for this podcast you do everything you book the guests you do all the editing with craig you set up everything like you do everything i basically just sit here and i get to learn and talk with people which i absolutely love but what stresses me out is sometimes seeing how stressed you are like making sure like the audio is okay. But uh, let me think the one thing would probably the guests just okay. making sure we have guests for the shows. Okay. That makes always makes me so nervous. Like will anybody ever say yes to us yes. ever again? Yes. Yeah. I get so nervous. It gets with me that. nervous too. That gets me nervous too, especially if we're getting close. Now, if we get close, you and I can just record something, but yeah, it, you're always kind of have that in the back of your mind. Will somebody ever say yes to us yes. again, right? And so we get so excited when you get an email or a direct message on social media that someone says, yes, this looks fun. I would love to have a conversation with Or them. if we haven't even invited a guest and that they're like, hey, nice. yes. I've heard your podcast. I would love to come on it. And we're like, what? It's such a cool feeling. So to me, the worst part is feeling like we have to self-promote this on social mm. media. I cannot stand that. That drives me up the wall. It's very hard for us to promote. I do not like that at all. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's part of it's part of the job. But yes, if I never had to post another thing to social media, I would be that much happier. Well, and and my and me too. Like people, the girls at work, they're like, "So you have a podcast? So you're going to be on the radio?" I'm like, "Yeah." And they're like, "Would be nice if you told us." I'm like, "I." It's so hard for me to even just bring it up. Yeah, because it's just. Because typically we want to talk about them, yes. right? We don't want to talk about us, Mm-mm. right? We want to talk about other people, right? We want to make other people feel good about themselves or we're interested in them, not talking about us, yes, right? exactly. So as we speak, though, when it comes to social media, do you know how many Facebook followers we now have on our podcast business page? Yes, but only because I cheated. You did? Yes. Okay. So as of this conversation, we have over 14,000 followers now on our Facebook page, which is Amazing. pretty cool. Very cool. So starting to get a little traction, which is awesome. And of course, now we're on the radio as well in one of the top stations here in Columbus with the Columbus Radio Group, which is awesome. So they own, of course, Sunny 95, QFM 96, and Rewind 103.5. And we have a Tell Us a Good Story program now, 30-minute section on the one, Rewind 103.5. Mm-hmm. So that is exciting. So that's starting to grow the audience even more, which is which is awesome. The one story I do want to bring up 
this just happened this last week, and I want to bring this up. And I you've heard this. this already. I love this story. So episode number 15 was with my own college roommate, Dr. John Stoffer. And we had a very fun conversation with him. Gosh, this was back in probably April of this year, March of this year. I mean, that was a good six, seven months ago. Mm-hmm. Well, I had a conversation with John, Dr. John, last week, and he brought this up. He said here within the last two weeks, he had a patient who he was doing surgery for. And before they went to surgery, of course, he comes in, does the consultation, uh, the bedside manner, answers any questions. And so when John walked into the room there at the Mayo Clinic in Jacksonville, Florida, the patient said, wow, you look a lot older than I was expecting. Okay. Well, that immediately threw John for a loop because on the podcast that we record with him, he said how everybody says how young he looks. And he does look very young. Although he's 41 or 42, he looks very young for being a surgeon. Okay. And a surgeon who is like a really good one at the Mayo Clinic. So he said, oh, wow, I've never got that before, actually. But thank you. Thank you for telling me that. So at the very end of their consultation or, or meeting, she asked Dr. John, hey, by the way, have you learned how to make spaghetti yet? And he's like, wait a second. Because in our conversation, I brought up the story about him trying to cook his mom's spaghetti sauce and him not cooking the hamburger in it. And it was just disgusting. Yes. Right? Even though he's like one of the smartest guys I've ever met in my life. So he's like, wait a second, what's going on here? And she said the night before, she was very anxious about getting surgery. And at 3 a.m., she decided she was going to Google who her surgeon was. So she Googled Dr. John Stoffer, and one of the things that came up was his conversation with us. So she listened to the entire podcast and told him that she loved it. She thought it was hilarious. And that's why she brought up a few of those references in their consultation before surgery, which I thought was just awesome. And very cool. And this man, if I was a patient and I Googled Dr. John, after that conversation, I would feel so good having him be my surgeon because he's so incredible. And the stories he shared was just amazing about how he would go to these third world countries and do surgeries with hardly any instrumentation right. and, you know, saving lives. So I would feel very good if I was in his hands. It was, yes. Yes. Yeah, so I thought that was interesting. Another thing that's been interesting stuff is I'm surprised how much we can talk on this podcast. (laughs) Honestly, I remember when we first started a year ago, uh, we had the conversation. Our goal was to have 25 minutes of conversation per episode. And today's average, do you have any idea what our average conversation is edited down to? Have any idea what the average conversation is edited down to stuff? How many minutes? I know this. Go ahead. Wasn't it 45? 45 minutes is now the average episode. Average conversation, which again, we were hoping we could get 25. Yeah. And it's just, it's just been easier, just more flowing of our conversation, which has been pretty cool. What I remember, you're like, we just got to keep talking. I'm like, what are we going to talk about for 25 minutes? (laughs) And you're like, Stephanie, it's just going to come to us. I'm like, I don't, I don't know how. We don't talk that much in a day. So how are we supposed to talk that much in a podcast? But we've been able to. We have been able to, surprisingly, right? So the process we go through, folks, is we will have a guest on. We will tell them, hey, we are not doing a live conversation. We will edit this to make you look as good as we possibly can. And we will send them 
a draft of this before we publish anything. We do our best to make guests feel comfortable and know, hey, we're going to let you edit this, okay? We are going to allow you to listen to this before anything gets published and just help knock that wall down of un- being uncomfortable with us. So, Well, it's interesting because so many times, I can't even count how many times where you know, we will thank the guest for being on our show and they think it's over, but we're actually still recording yes. and then they just let loose. Yes. They will just start telling. And then at that point, they will tell some incredible stories. That happens a lot. It happens so much. And then we'll, you know, then say goodbye officially or, you know, unofficially. We look at each other. We're like, thank God we were still recording. Because then they're. They let loose. They let their guard down. They're more comfortable. But yet we're still recording this. Uh And a lot of times we will use that as part of our recorded yeah, conversation. Absolutely. And they appreciate that they appreciate as well. They appreciate that. They do. All right, Steph. Let's answer some questions that have been provided from listeners. Questions that have been submitted uh-huh. were, what has been the most popular episode? Oh, I bet the 9-11 Joe Dittmar yes. has been the most popular. That one's been very popular. And which plus, was- I think it was important because we did it on 9-11. Yes. So I think that made it even more special. Yes. The other episode, well, there's been a handful of really popular episodes. Episode 39, what you mentioned, was the 9-11 Survivor. Episode 42 was with Sheriff Chris Swanson, mm. which was incredible. Yep. That one was really good. Another episode that's been popular was episode 12 with Pastor Keith Deal, mm. who had had an opioid addiction and talked about his struggle with that and overcoming that addiction, and then later on becoming a pastor. Then his wife, we had on with episode 22, and she talked about what it was like to live with a drug addict. And the other side of that story, Mm -hmm. right, which I think was incredibly powerful, that was popular. Episode 29 with the Chick-fil-A franchise owner, Paul Rankin, was a very popular episode. Episode 31 with Tracy Kelly Brake, was also another very popular episode. That was about mental health and how she dealt with her husband committing suicide, I think seven or eight years ago. And she had never told her story publicly. And she had reached out to us and we absolutely gave her the platform. And she did an incredible job. Never told that in public and came on, had a recorded a conversation with us and just incredibly powerful. It was very powerful. We've actually, I've actually gotten messages through Facebook, people reaching out here recently who have just listened to the episode and just said how much that has helped them, how much that episode meant to them. So I thought that was incredible. Yes. Here's another question. Do you have any stories recorded that did not make the final cut? Ooh, probably your stories. (laughs) A lot of your stories. Right? Well, the answer is yes, every single episode. Oh, that's right. (laughs) Steph, every single episode, we cut out parts of our conversation. That's right. Whether it's me telling a story or someone else, okay? (laughs) We don't just discriminate against me and say it's only my stories that get cut out. Yes, we edit this down to a very concise conversation and kind of give you the best of that conversation because it's not live. 
Exactly. Exactly. That's what you're thinking, right? <laughs> oh, my goodness, stuff. Next question. Was there ever a moment during this first year when you thought you might actually be good at this? No. I don't know. It's very hard because I'm very critical of myself, especially in this thing, because we are putting ourselves out there and that's something that we never do. So I am super critical of myself. It's super hard for me to answer that question. Okay. How about you? I don't know about good at this. There's a, the first time it hit me was, gosh, this was several months ago. We had, and one day, we had scheduled a conversation for episodes 17 and 18. One was with J.D. Berkman, and then later on was with Mike Owens, okay? In the conversation with, we had with J.D. Berkman, he was so comfortable enough with us, he started doing all these impressions, mm, right? Mm-hmm. Then, by the end of the conversation, he was comfortable enough with us to announce publicly that his wife was pregnant, and they hadn't told anyone that. And yet, he was comfortable enough to do that, having a conversation with us. And we had never really even talked to him before, mm-hmm. right? You never even met him mm-hmm. at that moment. Then that evening, when we were talking to Mike Owens, who has won a Grammy Award, an Academy Award, just numerous awards in the, in the movie industry, we said goodbye to recording. And he was like, hey, do you mind if we keep talking? I've got more stories I'd love to tell you. And he didn't want to get off the call with us, right? Which I thought was very cool that he was having fun and didn't want to leave the conversation. And of course it felt like we were like new best friends with him. Mm -hmm. Right. And so that was the first time I thought, okay, maybe we have something here because during those two conversations that day, both guests were very comfortable and felt like they had completely let their guard down, let their guard down. Mm -hmm. Right. And had a conversation and, we got them laughing and it was just a very fun conversation as if we had been friends for years. Mm-hmm. That was the first time I thought, okay, maybe this is connecting with people. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. So I wouldn't say that I ever thought we were good at this, but I thought that was the first time where I thought, okay, maybe this is connecting with people. If that makes sense. Yep. Okay. Next question. What has surprised you about doing a podcast or about telling stories? How fun it's been. Really? Yeah. I have enjoyed this so much more than I ever thought I would. When you asked me to do this with you, Fifth Choice. um, Fifth Choice. Let it go. (laughs) But when you asked me to do this, I was like, okay, you know, I'm doing this because you really want to. You felt like this is where, you know, you were being led to do it. So I'm like, okay, I'm just going to do it with you. But man, I have enjoyed it so much. I've always enjoyed talking with people. I've always enjoyed hearing their stories and getting details out of them that they never even really have asked other pe- or told other people. So I've enjoyed that part of it, just meeting people and hearing their stories. All right. Me as well. What surprised me, and I was thinking about this this past week, when I thought of things that we could discuss on this 50th episode and what has hit me Steph, is the power of a story Mm. okay and i've never really thought about it until really this past week when i was reminiscing about what we've heard what we've told and even some of the messages and feedback we've got right so one thing that's hit me was two stories stuff that helped me during 
health issues, right? The first one was by Aaron Ward. Okay. Mm-hmm. I remember this was probably five years ago. He told a story at our church during the time when I was going through cancer treatments. And he talked about how he was going through PTSD mm-hmm. and he got into the word and what hit him was the word all, right? How Christ healed all, right? All who believed it was all. There was no disclaimer on the disease or who could be healed, whether they were born with something, whether they developed something later. Christ came and died for our sins, but he also came for our healing and healed all. And I remember hanging on to that story as I was going through those cancer treatments. I remember hearing a story by our friend Judd Ayers, who was given four days to live at the James Cancer Hospital. He had leukemia. And so you hear those type of stories, you're like, man, what I'm going through right now is nothing compared to what he's experienced, right? And what God has brought him through in regards to health issues and crisis. Then another story was same thing when I was going through cancer, my battle with cancer. You know, every day when you're going through some type of health issue, every day I needed some type of encouragement, whether it was listening to Joel Osteen or Craig Rochelle or our pastor or something encouraging, happy, because life was throwing me hell on earth, absolutely hell on earth. And I needed to hear something encouraging. And so one of the stories I remember was Joe Osteen was talking about a friend of his. A friend of his had a severe cancer diagnosis, and it was deemed as incurable. And when he was at this doctor, the doctor said, listen, I'm so sorry. This is a very rare form of cancer, incurable. And went through the whole process. And the friend said, listen, I'm a believer. I believe in the power of healing. And I'm going to be praying for a miracle. The doctor then told this man, I'm sorry, but this form of cancer does not react to prayer. Just so you know. And the patient was like, okay, well, we will see. I serve a healing God. I serve a God that can heal all, right? Can heal everything. So within those next three months, guess what? His test results kept coming back cleaner and cleaner and cleaner. And three months later, this man is completely healed of this incurable form of cancer. So he goes to this appointment with this doctor and the doctor is just stunned and shocked by the test results he's seeing. The doctor then's response is, okay, I want to be very specific with you because I'm taking notes here. What did you say in that prayer? What time of day did you pray? How many times per day did you pray? What were you wearing? What did you eat that day? And documenting everything because he had never seen something like that before. So hearing stories like that Mm -hmm. were so moving to me, so encouraging to me when I was going through these extreme health issues on my own, right? Mm -hmm. Then this week, here's what made me think of it, Steph. This past week, we were at church. And there was a story, a grandfather who talked about how his relationship with his three adult boys had been renewed after several years of not talking or even seeing them. And now he has moved to Columbus. He spends time with his adult children. He now has a relationship with multiple grandkids. And it was so moving and emotional. And I remember midway through hearing this story, I immediately like tune out to happy place. And I start thinking of like a high state football or 
what we're going to eat in the afternoon or something because if I don't do that, I'm going to start tearing up and start crying. Well, then I look to my right and there is you and our friend Courtney just sobbing, <laughs> sobbing, <laughs> watching and listening to the story. And immediately, immediately made me think how powerful mm. our words are and how powerful these stories are. Absolutely. Steph, we cannot do this podcast all by ourselves. When we first started, we needed some major help and guidance with our technology issues, and we're extremely fortunate to have met Mr. Craig Clausen. That man has been an absolute godsend for us. I freaking love Craig. Clausen Solutions Group is an information, technology, and media management company helping customers with their people, process, technology, and message. CSG helps organizations with their technology implementations, project and change management, and social media messaging. I have no idea what you just said. I honestly don't know either, but we both know Craig's amazing at it. So. He's just really good at He's his really job. He's really good okay? at what he does. <laughs> Trust us, he's very good with technology. So if you have any technology issues, social media needs, just don't know where to start, give Clawson Solutions Group a call at 614-859-6328. They are a proud sponsor of... Tell us a good story. All right, listeners, to give you even more of a behind-the-scenes view of Tell Us a Good Story... Let's bring in the man behind the curtain. The main man of this whole yes. thing. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to tell us a good story, our podcast producer, Mr. Craig Clawson. This is happening. Hello, hey. sir. Hey, guys. How are you? Great. The man behind the curtain. The man, And it's so funny. Before we even started, you guys, Craig had his microphone on and it was sounding, he's like, can you hear me? We're like, yeah, you sound great. And he's like, how about this? And then his audio was just <laughs> like he's crystal in the room with us. clear. Yes. Like, this is why he's our producer. Yes. Right? Absolutely. Now, Craig, Amazing. if you say anything dumb, please know we can edit you out. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. So, and please please don't be offended if I send you an email on, hey, delete this section of something dumb that you said. <laughs> now, for listeners, I always tell guests that I say at least one dumb thing every single conversation. And Steph then tells them it's more like five. Okay, and then we edit things out. So, Craig, again, yeah, don't be offended if we edit some but of this I conversation. Know, how many dumb things does Kevin actually say? <laughs> Let's get right into this. I'd say it's at least three or four things to show. <laughs> Every yeah. that's probably true. Yeah. That is probably true. That's probably true. So let's back up a sec and I want to tell listeners how we actually met Craig. Yeah. Okay. So you and I attended a what is this? A monthly podcast networking group? Is that right? right? Yeah. Okay. And so about over a year ago, when we were thinking about having a podcast and starting it, we knew nothing, right? So somehow I ran across this Columbus or Ohio networking group. And I told Steph, hey, why don't I just attend this just to see what it's about? And the second or third one that I attended, there was a guest speaker and he went around the room and wanted to get information on people to know who his audience was. And there was probably, I'll say, maybe 15 people, 15, 20 people in the room. Craig and I just happened to be sitting beside of each other. So of those, say, 20 people, I would have been like 19 uh, in the semicircle, and Craig was probably the 20th person. So goes around the room, 
do you have a podcast? Yes. What is it? And it is like World of Warcraft. Okay, great. Next. Do you have a podcast? <laughs> what is it? Oh, uh, talk about with cats. Oh, great. Okay. And I'm it's such an eclectic group of people in this room, Craig, right? And they're going around the room and I'm thinking, what am I doing here? I don't think I would, I just don't fit in, right? What is going on? So they get to me and they're like, do you have a podcast? No. Do you want to have a podcast? Maybe. What, what would it be about? And I'm like, well, I'm still kind of working out the details. So then they publicly kind of shame me and say, well, if you want to have a podcast, you may need to figure out a little bit more details than that. Okay. Well, that kind of stirred up this something inside of me. This competitor is like, okay, smart Alec. Let me tell you my idea because I was keeping it a secret. Uh huh. So I said, here's my idea. My idea is to have a podcast and it'd be called Tell Us a Good Story and be my wife and I talking about the crazy stories that we've had over the past 15 years of marriage. And we would talk to friends and we'd document all the funny and crazy stories that have happened in our lives. And we would share those on a podcast. And the room got quiet. Okay. And the speaker said, you know what? You had me when you said the word story. I think you got all of our attention. Okay. Then it goes to Craig. And I'm like, oh, finally, a normal person in the room here who (laughs) happens to be sitting beside me. Little that you know. Yeah. (laughs) So... He said something, and then at the end of the meeting, Craig turns to me and said, hey, I really liked your idea. Here's my business card. If you ever need help with ideas or recording or working through out the details, give me a call. So it was probably two days later. I gave him a call, and then we met at Starbucks and kind of hashed out what this might look like. So, Mm -hmm. Craig, back then, what were the odds in your mind that, one, we would work with you, but two... (laughs) We would be sitting here a full year later on episode 50. Well, let me think about how I want to set go here. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, let me filter this response. <laughs> no, it, you know, Kevin, it's, um, first of all, I'm, I'm really glad to have met you guys when I did. It was uh, an outstanding opportunity to work with what I think is one of the greatest shows that I've ever had an opportunity to work with, and probably one of the best shows we have out there. Uh, what? Thank you. No, seriously, you guys are you guys have done an amazing job. One of the better things about this is that it wasn't just taking my gear and your idea and putting something together. You decided to go your own route. With your own gear and your own style and your own thought process. And then I just became part of that design and it was more collaborative than, than this is how you do it. And this, you know, set this up here. Now right. do this, do that. Really, this show is your show and it's as good as it is because it's your show. Honestly, if you guys just sat down and said, how do we do this? and you followed my procedure to the letter, it would not have been nearly as good as this one. So, hmm. you know, it's it's a collaborative effort between, I think, you guys and me, and it's worked out superb. You have been, as I've mentioned in the past, an absolute godsend. Oh, phenomenal. To could Steph and I. not do this without him. Could not have picked a better producer. Could not have picked a better producer. Absolutely not. And why is that, stuff? Because he's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> How about that answer? That is true. But to be more specific. Oh, I have it. I have it. I have it. Yes. He puts up with you. Yes. 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 <laughs> so I am very particular. Oh, it's so difficult. Oh, you think? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Craig, I want you to expound upon this on, can you describe my level of detail and maybe what it's like to work with us or me behind the scenes? And you know what, Craig? Don't worry. You can be completely Don't hold real. back. Don't, please don't hold back. I want people to understand what I live with on a daily basis. So you oh, just I go for it. I understand what you live with. Yeah. And I empathize with you. For... <laughs> no, no, it's great. I mean, the thing about Kevin is that he is such a... Stickler for details. Absolutely. Um, our editing process is unlike anything I've done with anybody else's shows. Uh, the way Kevin prefers it is I just give him a full recording from soup to nuts, from the time we press start to the time we press stop of everything. And he's in there picking out the bits and the pieces that he wants in what order he wants them in. And then I get this, sh- what I call a cut sheet. And then I work the cut sheet from him and I give him a draft and then he listens to the draft and we do it again and we do it again and we do it again. And sometimes, you know, we get up to three or four drafts before we right. get a finalized product. But at the end of the day, the, the interviews are on point. They're uh, listenable, which, you know, you say that, but a lot of shows out there aren't necessarily listenable. Right. The attention to detail that you show in this really shows in the final product, in my opinion. I'm, I'm going to brag about you okay. because I do tease you a lot with how like detail oriented you are and how it drives me crazy. But like Craig said, this show wouldn't be what it is without you being so attention to detail, like finite with every little thing. So I appreciate that about you. Thank you. Absolutely. Now what Craig is talking about listeners is we will have a conversation with somebody and for example, one of the most popular episodes we've had, Craig, has been episode 39 with Joe Dittmar, yeah. right? Which was the 9-11 survivor. Now, we talked to him for how long, Steph? Hour and 20 minutes, probably? Oh, at least an hour and 20. Probably an hour and 20 minutes. Well, what I wanted to do, I wanted to take this conversation and I wanted to condense it down as if I were presenting his story, okay? So if I were presenting his story... How would I be able to honor Joe with that story? So we edited it down to probably, I think, 45 minutes, 50 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. And so we cut out a lot of stuff, a lot of stuff. So the conversation ends up being as if I were presenting his story, right? Because I wanted to package it in a way that would honor him, right? And that would be very concise. It would hold your attention. And so I had Craig edit over 30 things that he said in that conversation. So he deleted out 30 sections of that conversation to make it concise. And also, Craig, you took certain sections of our conversation and flipped the order as well. So he may have said something at the 45-minute mark, and I said, hey, can you take these two minutes and put it at the 28-minute mark, right? Because I wanted more of a linear path in the conversation. And that is complexity that makes Craig's life very hard and challenging that he makes look very easy. Very easy. Yes. Very easy. And you've gotten much better with that too, I believe with those random requests that I have. You've stretched me as an editor, right? So that's one of the, that's one of the things that I wanted to mention during our show here in our talk today is that, you know, I'm a better editor having worked with you guys. 
So I think that, you know, it's, it's just, it's improved my skills. And I, in fact, went back and listened to an old show that I did before we did this show. And it's uh, not as good, you know, really? it's just not as good now. So things are, yeah, I'm, I'm a better person because of my work with you guys, honestly. You make everything so seamless, Craig. You do such a phenomenal job. I hate keep saying that word phenomenal, but you truly are just amazing at what you do. Okay, let's get real. Can we get real? <laughs> I'm loving the fact that I can have this yeah. conversation with Craig. Okay, what has been a time when Kevin had a request or part of a show and you're like, oh my gosh, I'm so... Please stop. Yeah, please stop. Please, if I get one more message from Kevin, I'm just going to just... I'm going to need to walk outside and take a break. Enough like, already. I, yes. need to get, I need to go for, for smoke. I need to go <laughs> for a break right now. Have you had one of those moments? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This week. <laughs> yeah. I've, uh, there's been a couple times where I've had to go, oh my gosh, he's just so... How do you even? How do you even hear that? And then I just walk away for a little bit, come back and do it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's uh he hears I don't know what he's listening to. He has superhero hearing or something. He's listening to the podcast on these super earbuds or something, but he'll hear stuff in the background that I'm listening to with these cans. And I'm like, I didn't even hear somebody licking their lips, but sure enough, he found it, you know? Right. <laughs> right. That's true. It happens a lot. What has been the hardest episode that you've had to edit of ours? I mean, to be honest with you, it's the ones with your sister. Oh, <gasps> really? Really? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So from an editing standpoint, it's really hard to edit somebody who's very dynamic. And screaming in, the whole time? In, <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. Who's very dynamic in their speaking pattern, right? Because it's real hard to make a cut here and a cut here without it sounding unnatural. And uh, as you probably know, your sister is pretty dynamic. And uh, <laughs> yes, she is. Yeah. So those were very difficult to edit. So with Craig, we do some editing magic. Yeah. Okay. And I didn't realize you could do this, right? So I've had Craig do beeps for like a bad word somebody said. Mm -hmm. We've had Craig, of course, delete sections. We've had Craig reorder sections. Have you had any guests come up to you and say, boy, I sound like crap. What are you doing? Not at all. Not one time. And right. I've been surprised because, for example, now that you say that, Aaron Ward, episode nine, mm -hmm. when he reviewed the draft. So we will send a draft to all guests before we get anything published, right? Because if they say something that they regret later on, we're going to allow them to listen to it and say, hey, can you cut this out? Or we don't want any surprises. Or maybe something came across that the context was off or they're sarcastic, we will allow them to give us feedback. And so that's happened a handful of times. But with Aaron Ward, he listened to it. And I remember him telling me, how on God's green earth did you get that from our conversation? <laughs> and it was because Craig and I took this conversation and we condensed it to yeah. kind of like the best parts and reordered things so it was more of a linear conversation. Yep. And so we listened to it. He's like, oh my gosh, I love this. I don't remember even having this dynamic of a conversation. And we actually saw him in church mm -hmm. maybe two weeks after that episode published. And his wife came up to me and said, 
how much she enjoyed that conversation and thanked us in person for having a conversation with her husband. She absolutely loved it. So we, Craig and I, what we try to do is take that conversation and put our guests in the best light possible, mm -hmm. right? So that that's really our goal is to make our guests look as good as we possibly can. And why not? You know, that's the medium that we're working in, right? You know, this is podcasting. Uh, this isn't gotcha journalism. So right. let's, by all means, you know, our people are coming to us with stories and they're giving parts of their day. They're giving time that they could be with their family or with doing whatever they want to do and spending that time with us. So, you know, I feel that it's, it's on us to make sure that that's time well spent for our guests. Right. Absolutely. So with editing magic, one thing I do want to do, okay, I want to play a little game with you. All right. Oh. And we're going to do oh, some editing magic fun. Okay. on <laughs> your conversation. Nervous. All right. So okay. Steph, I want you to say the words, tell us a good story. Tell us a good story. All right. Now I want you to say that same phrase like you really mean it. Tell us a story. All right. Now I want you to say the phrase like you are PO'd at our son who you're potty training right now okay. and he just witnessed pants. I, you are mad. Say it. Tell us a good story. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. I think we can work with that. Okay. All right. So you're going to be surprised when you hear this. You're going to hear some editing magic. Oh, our, oh, so I can't hear it now. You cannot hear it now. I'm going to work with Craig on this. I'm side. not that fast. No. <laughs> yes, he's not that. You can't do it in real time. Faith in you. I think I have faith in you, though, Craig. <laughs> that is very true. The other thing Craig's done, he's given us some great guests. Oh, he has. Amazing guests. Episode 18 was with his old buddy, Mike Owens, mm -hmm. who has won a Grammy mm -hmm. and an Oscar. And I loved his story about, was it Big Sur? No, where was it at? Where was he at? I think it was Big Sur. I, he was, was it Big Sur? Where he was uh, caught in the in the cave. The cave, yes. yes. The, yeah. No, it wasn't Big Sur because Kevin couldn't pronounce the name of it. What was it? Is it La Jolla? No, 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 no. Oh, Oh, that's so close. There's something so like close. that, right? La Jolla. La Jolla. <laughs> said La Jolla. <laughs> I said La Jolla, and he's like, yeah, you might want to edit you that might, part out. It's La Jolla. I'm like, what did you just say? He's like, La Jolla. I'm like, that's La Jolla. <laughs> <laughs> The brains behind it all, babe. Oh brains gosh. behind it all. Oh but gosh. besides Mike, he also gave us Michelle Warnke. Yes. Yep. That's very true. Ninja Who Warrior. You had, you had interviewed previously in yep. uh, prior podcasts you used to do. That is very true. That is very true. So he's answered all the questions about has he ever been annoyed? Um, oh, I have, one, I have another question. Oh, I guess we're done then. All right. No, no, no we're not done. I have another question. <laughs> Favorite guest we've had. All right, so I know this. The favorite show that we've done is the um, the nine eleven show, and I think one of the obvious for obvious reasons, right? I mean, nine eleven was such a critical moment in everybody's life, but um, from a production artistic standpoint, we really took that into a different direction. We uh, we said we realized really quickly that our traditional theme song wasn't oh, going to be appropriate right. for this. That's right. 
So Kevin and I worked together to find a song that was more appropriate for the story. That's I think that's one of my favorite shows. Um, the show you guys did last week with uh, Joe Serio. Joe Serio. That was uh, a phenomenal show. That was interesting. Uh, I was tied to my chair the entire time I was listening to it. Hey, Craig, honest question. Mm -hmm. How long did you think our podcast would go? (laughs) Would we make it to six months? Or were you thinking it was just going to be like just a little thing and then it'd probably be over? So in the business, there's something that's called pod fade, right? And uh, pod fade typically happens after seven episodes. People decide that, yeah, maybe this is boring. Maybe this isn't for me. And they move on to other things. Um, when you guys got to past seven, that was a hurdle. Uh, the next hurdle was at 23. For some reason, statistics show this is where shows typically drop off. Seven, 23, and then 50. So, really? So if this is it, then this is it. But uh, <laughs> We're going out the bang. It's nice that's, knowing you guys. That's yeah. it. So long. It's been great working with you, Craig. <laughs> so if you get to, you know, if you get past 50, then, you know, it's really... Anything's the limit, you know, the sea, the, the sky's the limit. We can get to, you know, you can do this for as long as you, as long as you want to. And I think as long as the guests keep coming and your energy levels stay up, then there's no reason right. to stop. Well, we can't say it enough. We certainly appreciate you. And we wanted to show the man behind the curtains, the man who edits all this for us, does all the audio mix, who takes all my random emails <laughs> and very anal details. So thank you, sir. Listeners, for more information about this man, you can go to his Facebook page at CSOL Group, which is, what's that stand for, Craig? Clausen Solutions Group. Yes. And you can also get a hold of him at Lawson at CSOLgroup.com. And his phone number is 614-859-6328. You guys, seriously, if you need anybody that needs to edit that needs you know to talk to you that if you need counsel on what to do next steps this man is your man he's phenomenal technology issues he is yes he's phenomenal he's kind he's patient if he deals with kevin he can deal with you yes it's amazing he's amazing 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 that's so true uh thank you guys it's been an honor to be with you so, with that being said, we're at 50. Yeah. Just incredible. I'm not sure where exactly this goes, where this ends up, but I think we should continue. What do you think? Let's do it. Let's go for another 50. Another 50. Let's keep going. Friends, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for your encouraging messages. Thank you for subscribing subscribing and sharing and just being encouragement to us so hopefully this is entertaining you and you value this podcast and we look forward to many many more episodes so Steph, say thank you listeners thank you listeners hello friends thank you so much for listening if you would like to support this podcast please go to apple podcast you can rate and review this episode also, for those who have asked us how to financially support, you can go to kevinandsteph.com and order one of our books of You Met Her Where. Thank you so much for listening to Tell Us a Good Story. 